and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop podcast. Uh, it's Mike here as ever. Uh, thank you for listening to our funny little show. We hope you had a happy Halloween and we hope both our readers in the UK enjoy uh, Bonfire Night. Uh, autumn is upon us. The nights are drawing in. As always, we're grateful for any ratings and reviews you might leave on your podcast app of choice. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. You can email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com. Other than that, I have no news. I have no information. So let's push on with this week's show. It's a crazy situation, but all you need is episode 63 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast, Secrets and Alcohol. Five, four, three, two, one. Climb every mountain. (sighs) Sounds easy when she sings it like that, doesn't it? If you think about it, you know, practically. Good evening, everybody. How is everybody? I'm with Dan. Say hello, Paul. Hello, Paul. (laughs) Paul, say hello, Graham. Hello, Graham. Graham, say hello, Johnny. Hello, Johnny. Johnny, say hello, Lucas. Hello, Lucas. Lucas. Say hello, Dan. Hello, Dan. <laughs> it's like a seance. Everything's fine. Good. Hot. I mean, I'm, you know, still annoyed, but there we are. <laughs> oh, that. I've forgotten all I about mean, that. I mean, yeah, I, forgot I, think, about that. I think we can safely say that the uh, demeanour, enthusiasm, just all around everything of Garth South Portal might change mid-conversation <laughs> last week. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Uh, uh, this is going to date everything hello readers of which we are now confident that we have i think eight (laughs) i don't think we have any italian readers if we do um well will common bastards feel common yeah where were we should we play there's a game called dnd should we play it no it'll never catch on who's going to do the the first recap Because the second recap's always obviously reserved for you, Mike. <laughs> Nobody's going to do this for the recap. It sounds like you're volunteering, Paul. Yeah, yeah, Paul. Off you go. Do Where were we? Hold on. Off Where we, we got to? Yeah, we are chief recap in, monitor. We are in the gladiatorial arena. We've just kind of done the opening ceremony, and we are in the area below the arena, which is where we're going to stay with all the other teams. Oh, I was going to Google what a scenery was. Yeah, keep going. And uh, we are in. The Asinabi area, aren't we? Whatever that means. Yeah. Well, exactly. We've done a hell of a Asinabi. And we've basically been introduced to all the teams, and we've been introduced, and there's not a huge amount going on. We've taken a little bit of a scout around down below. Um, we know that the the person, Garth South Portal, has sponsored us to be his team, and we know that he's actually looking for his sister, who was romantically involved with, I can't remember his name. What was his name? Rachnian. Mm, doing so well. Yeah. Rachnian. And she's subsequently disappeared. So there's kind of that motivation for him to get a team in. So he wants us to go searching for her, um, thinking that she might be in this underground complex. That's pretty good going. Yeah. We just had the uh, fixtures posted. That's right. At the end of last week. We're going to be fighting a large frog tied to a small wizard. <laughs> Yeah. There you go. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, how could you possibly lose? <laughs> At nine o'clock tomorrow morning, it's 10 o'clock on the evening of foot, and the games start tomorrow, first day of Misrule. And Garth South Portal, yes, has revealed his secret to you. What would you like to do next? Garth has visibly slumped since we last encountered him. Has <laughs> um, he? He looks, yeah, he looks, he was full of enthusiasm when you were talking to him last week. This week, he seems, I don't know. Been watching too much low. telly. Well, I think he's mm. just been... Events didn't go his way, did they, really? They yeah, he looks like he may have looked into the future, and he's not <laughs> like what he's seen, basically. Uh-huh. Don't let it go to penalties. That's what Graham said last week, by the way. He said, don't let it go to penalties. So Yeah. But it did. It always does. And it did, anyway, and then it's, it's not it's just well, the whole thing is well, wrong and broken it, and bad you know, and horrible. There are very few advantages to being a Spurs fan, but one of them is... Is we we're just, <laughs> this is our bread and butter, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. Never think we're going to win anything. Never do win anything. Therefore, you know. No, no. We think we might win something. Sometimes we, we don't think we, win that so, thing. Sometimes we think we have an opportunity to win something. But I never go into those opportunities thinking, mm. this is going to happen. But surely we have the England team for oh, the last 50 years as well. <laughs> so, I mean. Exactly. Exactly. Crossover there from a minicamp. Car five, car five. What? 
D&D. D&D. Let's talk about football some more. <laughs> right, yeah. football. So what do you want to do? It's, yeah, 10 o'clock at night, the Cenobite, which, by the way, is a you, convent or religious you changed the map. We were on a different map last week. Yeah, we were on the different level. We were on the Cenobite level, and we are seeing the... That's fine. I can put you on the oh, Cenobite level. Sorry, I was just level. missing well, about we're gonna want the... both. We're going to want both levels. So, so I know we are, we are, we are. We're gonna, but l- we're going to go... Teatro della Mente. We're going to spread out. Whatever it is. But allow me to to recap my summary. So on on the Cenobi level, which we're looking at now, on our large map, there there are basically two things to investigate, maybe three, um, that look like they might lead somewhere. Bearing in mind that we're looking for some underground. What are we looking for? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, there we go, you see. (laughs) We're looking for Garth's sister. Not only, no, we're not only. There's a there, anything against Ratnian, to be honest. A no, he what's he got? He's got the the what are the papers called? My I forget the name of the papers. The papers are called the Apostolic Scrolls. The Apostolic Scrolls. So somewhere under here it is a place where he's going to try and use those scrolls. Mm-hmm. That's certainly Eligos's suspicion. Yeah. So yes. we want to see what activity is. We want to kind of work out what activity is going on in this place which is on this level that we're on is not going to be where it's at where it's at it's probably the level up i would assume where we'll be able to see what people are doing how well do you remember your journey and the general setup here do you want me to quickly zip you through it or not i think that might be handy there's not much to go through oh you were taken down from the floor of the arena on a lift yeah, that's right. Into a sort of an understructure, which seemed to be like a orbital ring road that you were taken around a part of. For the purposes of our poor dear reader who can't see this map, let's say that you were taken down at 12 o'clock and walked around to 3 o'clock. When you did so, you could peer down corridors that headed into the hub of the circle that you were walking around and you could see that there was another circular corridor that seemed to sort of circle around a little hub Yes. If you think about it as a clock, you're going around the edge of the clock. If you think of the hands of the clock on the little the little hub, the little pivot for the hands of the clock, it's almost like there's a little corridor around that. And then you're taking down a series of a set of steps to this level. And this level, that circular structure is echoed. And Alessandra had a quick look at that. But it looks like it's unused. It looks like it's exactly the same. It looks like it shadows the level above you, this wide orbital corridor. But there's nothing in it. And then you're in a natural cavern that's been turned into a little domicile for the competitors. Alessandra also padded off after some competitors who wandered down a passageway that leads away from where you're being domiciled. There was another natural cavern that had been carved out into some kind of occupied area with little buildings and sculptures and stuff. All disused, all very old. And it looked like it's an area where some of the gladiators, maybe ones who are more familiar with the environment, were using to sort of get themselves a bit of space to meditate. There was a pond in there a pool. You heard a rumour that that pool had been plugged somewhere to stop people getting through it and getting access to an area where ghouls lurk. Are we supposed to start exploring this level then? I don't want to steer you. Well, it's 10 o'clock in the evening. And by 10 the following morning or something, we have to be in the combat arena. Nine in the morning is when your bout starts. You suspect there's going to be sort of prep and pre-whatever. So the first fight of the day is at eight o'clock in the morning. Right. So we can explore for two hours. Yes. We explore, take damage, and then for two hours. Well, anything that then allows us enough time to have a long rest before we end up in our combat arena, yeah? We need to rest for eight hours before eight in the morning. That mm. seems sensible, yeah. Uh, do I think there's any rats around here that I can befriend? Oh, I don't know. Um, I'll roll. Seems to be a fair way of doing things. I'll roll um, on a d6. One to three, there are vermin. Four to six, there are not. There's always vermin. They, they obviously keep the place fairly clean on the four, I'm afraid. They, um, you don't find any uh, rats. Sorry. So what do we want to try the and do? The dice is spoken. I have a fourth level invisibility spell. I only have one of them. I only have one mm-hmm. fourth level spell, mm-hmm. which does three people. What are you suggesting? Well, I think that we should get the lay of the land and see what's going on. I'd like to see upstairs. I'd like to see... If you think about it, the, the, the floor upstairs, which sits under, underneath the arena, is all the kind of support mechanism for the games and the arena itself. You know, where all the pets are kept, I'm assuming, and where the scenery is maintained and all that kind of stuff. You saw the beast quarters. That was one, yeah. of the, one of the passages you got a, a quick glimpse down, yeah. Yeah, but it's, there's more than just the beast quarters. So somewhere down there, if they're going to oh, be yeah. preparing for something, it will be probably on that floor. 
call this on until they're ready to do the thing but that pool makes me wonder if there's a way through down there that we're looking for something underneath are we not yeah i was thinking of heading so back I, to the pool that, so what what i'm suggesting yeah. is that we try I, and scout invisible without and get a, an idea of what's I going on i can also do long strider lasts an hour that means i can move pretty quick and buggy can move pretty quick as well what level uh, can you do it's that just at, the first happen? level spell can only do it on myself or on somebody else can you do it at second level no you only have first level spells yes so Garth takes his leave from you he's as I said he's a shell of a man <laughs> um, he says uh, I, I good luck um, if you do explore around underneath the arena the best of luck to you just be be careful just be quiet don't crash around like an eight year old with a bag of bells yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, and don't forget that uh, whatever you do, you must be ready for your bout at nine o'clock. The wheel of days turns, does it not? For the time being, at least. So, in, in bed by twelve. I'll be back in the morning, j- just to give you a bit of support as you get prepared for your bout. Till then, bye. Uh, bye, everyone. <laughs> bye, Garth. Bad luck next time, eh? <laughs> I think... Should we go and investigate this pool? Pond well, thing. hang on. Can we just talk about stealth checks for a second? Yeah, I've got advantage and plus nine. You've got plus nine, so you're going. Yeah. Anyone else with good stealth? Stealth? Um, I got plus, plus three. three. Plus three. So we've got three people with plus three. Yeah. Like a bunch of eight-year-olds with bags of bells. Well, certainly you. Do we want to send more? Th- why don't we just send you alone? I'm happy with that. I prefer not to have quicker the... and easier, and you're, yeah. you're better at it. I far prefer not to be laden. With a bunch of eight-year-olds with bags. Well, I can do um, pass without trace. Or does how does that one work? Mm-hmm. Uh, concentration up to an hour. A veil of shadows and silence uh, radiates plus from tel- you. Plus ten on plus stealth. ten on stealth checks. Yeah, but obviously you have to all be together within thirty feet of you. How many targets? Uh, for the duration, each creature you choose within thirty feet of you, including you, has plus. So it's I guess. Oof. All of us, if we're within 30 feet. The creature that Blimey, then do we have to continue leaves. to be in 30 feet of you? Yeah. I think you have to be within 30 feet of me. Which, right. yeah, if you all split up and ran different directions, I can't see that that would be logical. Yeah, mm. there you go. Yeah. Well, that's a good, well, that's we a could, great spell. We could do two groups. We can send Alessandra off on her own because she's stealthy on her own. And then the rest of us could go off and investigate something else. With the Nothing class like without opening trace. up two fronts. Yeah. Well, we're doing that anyway if we send you off on your own. We are going to do the theatre of the mind. We're not going to count squares. The main thing is you tell me how you're going to set yourselves up for your exploration and we'll play it through without getting into the, you know... The minutiae. If you tell me that there's a spell that lasts an hour, you know, we're not going to start bean no. counting on that. The minutiae comes in a combat. Oh, yeah, maybe. I think whilst we're down here, we can have a look at the pool. I'll have a look at the pool. Um, yeah. Alessandra's already taken a bit of a, a scout around, but I don't think she really did much of a detailed I scout around. Where, you where do we th- about the pool when you returned? I think we need to be quite focused because we've basically only got a short exploration window. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't know that we're going to have another one because we don't know that we're necessarily going to win our, round, our bout. It's the wisdom probably... of Graham. Just, it's just astonishing, isn't it? So I think that we need to be. Blue Slard is a mighty big creature, you know? So, Graham, a wise one. Comes with a challenge rating to match. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but doing the pool doesn't necessarily contradict that. In fact, it, you know, the more we can scope out in the shorter period of time, the better, potentially. So, from a gameplay perspective, it would just be easier to follow one thing at a time. So, we could just start with Paul and see what happens there. Because we're going to have to do it at some point, so what if that's the one thing that we know. So, we don't okay. necessarily need to sneak around, do we? Is it dangerous down here? I'm thinking good of going question. upstairs. Very good question. Yeah. I think we've just run round as fast as we can. So, Dan, you want to you want to go we... into the area below the actual arena? I want to scope out that floor. Yeah, you're two levels down. Yeah, yeah. one level down is this sup- is this hmm. understructure with all of the support services and mechanisms and so forth, which you've only glimpsed at. Well, let's go there. And you're the... thinking if that's the most likely place for whatever the other the scrolly thing is going to be. If they're making preparations. Yeah. Or maybe they've stored the scrolls. I, th- I suspect there's something to find on that floor. 
Okay, well, mm -hmm. let's go and do that then. So we're looking for the apostolic. Well, it's, be something fine on it's this a hunch. Or? It's just a hunch. It's not. Just very quickly to Johnny's comment because Johnny raised an interesting question. There are guards. Okay, Ocaral obviously runs the guards. The guards are sort of marshals, you know, like event marshals and guards at the same time. Down here in the Cenobi, there are a couple that mill about. They kind of chat with the competitors. There didn't seem to be any attention to anybody leaving the Cenobi and heading off down that passageway towards the pool, for example. So you don't know that there would be any requirement to be super stealthy, super sneaky, whatever. Mm -hmm. Unless you didn't want to be seen there, that's a separate question. As for going up a floor and what the environment up there would be like in terms of security or where you are and aren't allowed, you just don't know. Let's, let's just go up there. Let's stop Can I ask around. a silly question? Always. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I'm sort of middle-aged now. I've never heard the word be. What the hell is it? A little earlier, Johnny. Hmm. I read you the definition from the Chambers Dictionary. Oh, it's a must have been asleep. Conventual, as in convent, establishment, or religious community. Uh, so, there you go. I think it means a sequestered religious place, which is the idea that the gladiators, you know, anyway. Oh, is it a religious place? If only we could speak to Tito Liati, who wrote this adventure, but we can't. Anyway, let's go upstairs. Oh, and Richard Pett also wrote bits of this adventure, Graham, one of your favourites. Oh, yeah. He's, he's he's a, that's a, a valid point. Do we need to sneak upstairs, or do we... No, let's just, go. let's just go. I think you're more likely to be able to move around if you're invisible and sneaky. So, Lucas, can you do your thing on Paul, your long strider? Yeah, that's a good idea. If we're, if we're going all in for the Paul thing, then we should stack him up with all sorts of stuff. Well, some of us can sneak, some of us can move around quickly. But you're not that stealthy, so... No, but I can explore very quickly. Also, you, you could lend your boots to Alessandra. <laughs> oh uh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> then, there's then she'd really be able to zip around. Yeah. I'll write it on my character sheet, Jobs. Just, mm. just while she explores. Just while she yeah. explores. Lend her your boots. Boots of the East Wind. Eh, no. Forget it for the good of the group and our mission. Mm. Captain Buggy. You won't even do that. For, for the good of everybody else. Well, anyway, let's move on. It's no, 10 no, o'clock. let's not move on. No, no, no. I want to know no, if you will. No, <laughs> You won't. No, you won't I can move quickly. I can move quickly. I but can not silently. Stop. How many years of doing Yeah, but I, I, I can just move around. We, we don't need to be stealthy, do we? We're just, we're just moving around the arena, around the um, undercroft or wherever it is. That's a fair point. The key thing here is you don't know. It could be that you could run around. The faster you move, the more you see. Nobody, nobody challenges you. People wave as you go past. You get to look around, do whatever you want to do. Or it could be that you walk up there and the first thing that happens is you turn a corner and someone says, where do you think you're going? You just don't know. Well, we can go and ask the guards, can't we? You could, yeah. yeah. Alessandra, can we, can we get... Oh, there's the kitchen we, staff, there's the... Can we go and get a tour of the of the upstairs floor? It looks really interesting. Alessandra's just going to go upstairs. You're going to ask I'm the, going the guards? You. Yeah. So we'll walk up to the lift. Your competitors are not meant to access the, um, the understructure, I'm afraid. That's off limits. Off limits? Can we get yes. a tour? Looks really interesting. Uh, we don't offer uh, any kind of. Oh, well, I mean, you're you're, you're asking. I'm, I'm you're asking the wrong person. Yeah, I know. Um, who do I who do I ask? You ask. Um, you have to ask my supervisor. Her name is Hold on. Her name is Clump Sluffins. No, Clump Snuffernoots. And uh, <laughs> easy for you to say. Uh, I'm wearing rented teeth, and she isn't on until the morning. But I don't think we do do tours, no. Oh, all right then. Really, it's all down to Ockerall, uh, Rackney, and Tanabir is the person to really talk to if you've got a problem you want to take it out with him. Um, okay. No, that's all right. You're good. I can move insanely fast. They're not barring your way in the corridor, like, was, was, uh. none shall pass, kind of way. No, no, I understand. Was Talabir the guy that spoke to me? Talabir is the steward of the games. The... Yeah, was he the guy who spoke to me? No, that was, well, you're not certain who spoke to you. But your sense from speaking to Garth was that that figure that materialised behind you in the arena was somebody called the Twisted Prince. It was like a kind of minor godling. Ah, oh, that was it. Somebody yeah, not prince, to be yeah. trifled with and a being that if they take interest in you, that's generally regarded as not good news. <laughs> and who, did okay. they, who was he interested in? Graham? No, Park, it wasn't me. Parker. 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 You described that person to Garth Southportal who visibly paled and seemed rather off-put by the fact that such a sort of scary entity had taken an interest in one of his competitors. Uh, Talabir is the steward. Talabir, who introduced the teams. <laughs> that is Talabir. So talk to me about the, the mechanics who, of the lift. 
How are they operated? The lift that took you down from the oh. arena floor. No, the lift, the, the, the way down here, past the guards. From here, you walk down stairs. Oh, stairs. stairs. Okay, so. A set oh, of stairs okay. that oh, lead oh, out okay. of the Fine. scene of B. Yeah. And there's oh, nobody okay. in your way. You can just walk up them. Nobody's stopping you. No, no. The guard no. that you talk to is wandered off. He's not interested. I'm going to walk up them. Let's go up. Alexander's going to walk up the stairs. He's not going to take a bullet for the register. Do you want the invisibility, Paul? Um, no. I'll, I'll go with gonna... her. Alessandra, I'll go with her. Alessandra and Uncle Buggy are heading up the stairs to the level above. Yeah. You come out in a hall that you've been in before. It's at some scale. It's kind of irregularly laid out. It's not a straightforward piece of geography. Lots of um, stairways and passages. There's a passage leading off away, effectively heading out, as it were, from the circle into the darkness. But there you can see a couple of Ockerell's guards standing in the shadows. There's a large statue in this um, chamber of a warrior, and then you have access to this orbital corridor that runs all the way around the understructure. You've also got a corridor. Uh, there's nobody here, by the way. There's nobody to see. It's all quiet. It, maybe you think 10 o'clock might be the sort of watershed hour, by the way. It seems, feels like everything's quietened down. They've stopped serving food. The banquet was over a while ago. And there's nobody at large here. It's quite dark. I mean, there's the occasional... Uh, lantern. It looks like somebody's gone round and, and snuffed two in three lanterns. There's a corridor in this main hall behind the statue as you've come up your stairs that leads in into the centre of this circle. And it's there that you can hear the growls of large beasts and smell their spur and their scent and, you know, whatever. Oh, Where do you want to go? do a beast sense. Tell me about beast sense. Uh... You touch a winning beast for the duration of the spell. You can use an action to see through its beast's eyes, hear what it hears, or speak sure. with animals. Maybe do be speak with animals. Okay. Comprehend, clear, verbally communicate with beasts for the duration. That's ten minutes. Can you two give me a perception check quickly? Add two to this. Twelve. Uh, I get a nine. Nine and twelve. Twelve's good enough. Uncle Buggy, you hear the echo of a footstep. And your sense is that it's come from a long way away. The acoustics of this orbital corridor must be kind of freaky. But definitely you heard a footstep, a distant footstep, the sound of which has been carried to you through the crazy acoustics of the orbital passageway. There's somebody at large. They're just not near you. I'll do a speak with animals. Okay. It says ritual only. It takes 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Yep. Are you going to cast this speak with animals here? Where are you going, Paul? Is it somewhere I can sneak off to? Um, the thing that intrigues me is this dark corridor the... with a couple of guards on it. Yeah, I mean, they're about 30 or 40 feet down, and you can stand in this hallway in such a way that they can't see you. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's what's happened. But you've glimpsed down there, and you can see them. They didn't seem particularly interested that you were there. Okay. Maybe they're guarding stopping people getting in from, like, the sewers or something like that. Um, Good question. Johnny, do you want to... If you want to talk to the animals... If you want to do your Doctor Doolittle. Um, do, 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 do. I'm just thinking it might be like the Roman arena where they just surprise everybody by releasing animals at the last minute when everybody's not expecting it. I wonder if yeah, well, the animals did. can tell me that. You know, like we defeat the people that we're supposed to be fighting and then at the end of it they spring a trick on us by releasing the animals on us just to please the crowd or something. I don't know. Although we might know about that. But it, why don't we go towards the animals? Worth knowing, though. Yeah. Why don't we go towards the animals? You're going to pad down that passageway towards yeah. the animals? You reckon if you're tolerably stealthy, you could make your way round this hallway and you could use the large statue to mask your exit into the animal corridor from the guards in the mysterious corridor. So why don't you give me a couple of stealth checks? Rolling at advantage. I rolled a 12 and a 10 and... Rolling really badly today. Nine and a sixteen. Okay, that's fine. A nineteen. Okay, so you, yeah, you sidle round this hallway. You slip behind this big statue, and then you've got this view heading towards the centre of the circle. The corridor that you're looking down has got gates on either side of it. Pens, six pens with animals in on either side, and you can hear the kind of sound of Johnny. You can hear the sound of large creatures snuffling about. There's no roaring or bouncing around. There's no, nothing throwing itself against the cages or anything like that. What do you want to do? Are you able to cast a spell then? Uh, yeah, you can. If you want to hide there, I'm just down a make, a quick, uh, make a quick dice roll. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, you're undisturbed. It says um, the knowledge and awareness of many beasts are limited by their intelligence, but at minimum, beasts can give you information about near and by locations and monsters, including whatever they can perceive or have perceived within the past day. Yes. You might be able to persuade the beast to perform a small favor for you at the DM's discretion. Yeah, that's all fine. So these beasts, they live, I have to say, a pretty sheltered life. They are taken out of these cages. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the intelligence of these. There are a couple of leopards. There are three boars and there's a lion. There aren't three lions, which is a, you know, shame. They live a sheltered life in their cages. Their handlers are kind to them. Do you want to pick one? I'll pick, I'll pick the lion. The lion, okay. So the lion used to have a, uh, was with another lion. And that other lion one day was taken up to the arena and never came back. And this is a source of um, deep sorrow for the lion that you're speaking to. Oh, the lion has been taken up to the arena a couple of times. They're taken up on a... It describes it to you in the terms that it can, but you understand that what it means is the lift. And there are fights against the two-legged creatures. It's always chained. Sometimes it's there. It thinks just to sort of stand and roar, and it's not allowed to fight things. Other times it's allowed to fight things. And then it's brought back, and the leopards and the boars... It doesn't mind the leopards. It doesn't like the boars, who are just disgusting, smelly creatures. And the other, no the other animals have the same story the thing about the boars he says is they've got no sense of pride unlike us lions it's hmm. terrible I'm here all week try the veal the boars uh, you get the same story basically they live in these cages they're looked after well they're fed well yeah so they're just gladiatorial type that's all they do monster things okay. they never get taken anywhere else obviously in the uh, understructure because they're giant animals can I persuade a beast to perform a small favour for you yeah, sure. How does that work? Uh, make a charisma check? I suppose so, yeah. Or... Well, well, what's the nature of the favour? Um, if you're released and we're in the arena, I'm in the arena, please don't attack me. Uh, yeah, give me a and charisma my companions. Check. Yeah. Oh, I've got a terrible charisma. Well, okay, give so me a roll. Uh... Oh, 16. Oh, 16. He looks at you, the lion, and says, You are too small a morsel for me to bother with in any case. You smell... Like the boars. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> you think uh, you've been successful? I'll try with the boars. Fifteen. We don't eat funny little things like And maybe the leopard. Sixteen. Oh, seldom have we seen such an attractive, tiny, fair little creature. I certainly wouldn't be eating you. Your hair would get caught in my teeth. <laughs> He's like Peter and the Wolf. Yeah. I'll, I'll give them some rubbish about. I'll, I'll try and get them out at some point. Don't ruin everything. Okay, well, fine. So you tell them all that you're going to free them. That's well, not a hostage to fortune now, is it? Okay, where are we going to <laughs> next? So you could go past these beast cages and you'd be in the little orbital corridor that Let's leads going, around yeah. the centre. Okay. Can you give me a couple more stealth checks and a couple more perception checks? Paul, don't get cross with me. We're going to abstract this. No, that's fine. I'm happy. Stealth check at 28. I wrote a one. Uh, natural on your one. stealth check. Okay, so you uh, make a cl- crashing great noise. Uh, I'm, I'm nowhere near oh, him. Can't you re-roll ones? Friend guys oh, yes, out. I can. Yes. Sorry. Eight, uh, 20. Right, okay. And perception checks? Another one. Perception. Another stealth. Uh, six. Okay. Well, you're either very unperceptive or very unquiet. That's what I'm going to tell. I've got a perception of 23 and a stealth of 28. So your high perception checks, you can detect the sound of this, this movement, this echoing movement. You can hear it progressing, what you think is happening. Is that there is one or two individuals walking around the understructure. Mm-hmm impossible to place where they are because of the acoustic qualities of the understructure mm-hmm. but they don't seem to be nearby but they do seem to be moving and as for your stealth checks they weren't necessarily fantastic but you don't think you've made any noise that gives you away and you're in this corridor that runs around the hub of the circle what would you like to do well what i'm going to do is i'm going to put myself some distance from bugger off just so that i can be quieter and stealthier. Yep. And would you like to go clockwise or anti-clockwise? I will go anti-clockwise, please. Okay, so you pad your way around this corridor. We'll pick up with you in a second, Bugroft. I'll just follow It doesn't call. take long before you've turned one quarter, as it were. And when you do, you're looking back through the workshops that you saw from the other side when you came down in the lift. Yeah. If you go on another quarter, yeah. you reach the corridor, which is opposite the one with the beast cages in it, leading away radially yeah. out from the centre. That corridor, that looks like you found some kind of 
jail cells or prison cells. Okay. There's not much to tell you. I mean, the setup is exactly the same as the animal cells, except there mm-hmm. are fewer of them. There are four. And the corridor at the end doesn't seem to reach the outer orbital, so it's shorter than mm-hmm. the corridor that you originally walked down. But it seems to turn off to the left. You can hear from that direction the occasional quiet piece of movement, like somebody busying themselves about with a task or something, perhaps clearing up or sweeping, that kind of thing. There is a little passageway before the cell block off to the right that doesn't seem to have any particular function. Do you want to keep going round the middle or do you want to go down that corridor? I want to go down that corridor, but I'm, mm-hmm. if Bugger is following me, I'm going to motion for him to stop following me and just stay well, still. Well, we're going to pick up with Bugger off. So Bugger off, Alessandra just padded off around this little corridor. What do you want to do? Do you want to follow her? Do you want to go the other way or do you want to hang where you are? Um, I'll go the other way. Okay, so you're going to go clockwise. You pad your way around one quarter's worth of this inner passageway and you immediately realise that you can hear low voices. There is a corridor if you're working your way around this thing and you've come in at three o'clock, there's a corridor heading down at six o'clock and there's light spilling out from it and the sound of voices sounds like they're murmuring, chatting away, no state of agitation, a relaxed kind of conversation. You can detect the smell of food, rather delicious smell of cooked meat, and you can hear the occasional clink of a glass. Uh-huh. But I'm not thinking that you've, you know, popped into that corridor. I'm saying that you've, you've heard that before you get there. Uh, we were going to try and poison the other competitors, weren't we? <laughs> you speak for yourself. No? no I'm sorry. Uh, I'll head towards the voices that... Um, well, you can peek your head around the corridor. So I can hear what corner. Yeah. You're looking in on a guard room, and you're fortunate. You can't see any guards in there, but you can hear them. To your right, you can see the foot of somebody just peeking out into your view. Somebody must be sitting at a table to your right. And you can hear a low murmur of conversation. Clearly, you've got a couple of people, two, three people. They're obviously eating and drinking and chatting. On the other side of this chamber, you can see a little door. That door looks like it's quite heavy, not in a sort of secure way, but in a sort of insulated, dampened kind of way. So there's something interesting behind that door. Possibly. I'm saying that you just popped your head round the corner and you've not really made any noise do you want to keep going round this central little hub or do you want to head off down this corridor to where the voices are and the people are who are eating and drinking i'll head off towards the voices okay so you can try and get close enough to hear what they're saying without noticing me so give me a stealth check if you're creeping up the corridor towards them uh four (laughs) oh okay so that's hopeless that's hopeless you make a bit of a noise and Mm. one of the voices goes what was that what would you like to do you can run for it or you can stand your ground i'll stand my ground a guard comes wandering out he doesn't look in a state of particular agitation he's got a beer glass in one hand and he's got a chicken drumstick in the other he sort of wanders out he looks and he just looks straight at you and he's like what are you doing here i'm one of the competitors well you should be up here no why not no, no, no. You shouldn't be up here. No, I, I, was told to go, I was told that I needed to see someone on the other side of that door over there. <laughs> and I started <laughs> well, heading, walking door? towards it. You just stop exactly where you are, sir. One second. Let me just... Uh, and he drops the chicken drumstick. He pulls out a sword. He looks over to his left. And he says, we need to get the others. We have to work out what's going on here. You, you, you're saying... He starts sort of almost laughing. You're saying you have an appointment with the person behind that door. Is that what you're saying, sir? That's correct. <laughs> oh, yes. Who was that person? Do you remember their name, sir? I'm sorry, it's confidential. I was told not to mention them. Confidential. I don't think they'll be very pleased if you um, delay me. (laughs) Uh, Right, okay. I mean, we are talking about you going into my bedroom, sir. <laughs> so um, just, just I just wanted to absolutely oh, make sure that you were talking. Oh, it must be another baloney. secure door. I'm thinking about. Sorry, beg your pardon. Right. Well, anyway, let's uh, let's walk you back to where you should be. You should be in the scene of sir. Uh, you fighting tomorrow? You probably need some sleep. He starts yes, ushering yes. you away. <laughs> are you going to move? Or are you going to... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, he starts chivvying you back. A mate of his comes out, and uh, she also draws her sword, and the two of them chivvy you back round this little orbital corridor, back past the beasts, back to the main hallway, back down the stairs, and they stand there and watch you walk down the stairs. Alessandra, can you give me a stealth check? Yep. One moment. Don't give me anything awful. I shall give you a 28. Okay, so... 
you are not detected by this these people as they come out. Um, what would you like to do? How high are the ceilings? ceilings? Twelve feet. Uh, what are the walls made of? What kind of what kind of? Uh, it's heavy stone blocks. The whole thing. Climbable or not really? Oh, I mean, you'd have thought you could climb it. It's not impossible. I mean, you're only going to be twelve foot up maximum, though. Which yeah, is not, so you're you know. still visible, aren't you? I suppose. Yeah, you're just a great big person sticking on the wall like a t- t- giant picture. <laughs> yeah. I'm at the corridor near the cells, <laughs> aren't I? You're in the corridor. Yes, the the corridor with the cells. Yeah. You can smell that there's somebody in this, at least in one of the cells. I'm going to head towards it uh, again. Give me a perception check. I want to do. Yeah, I'll give you a perception check, but I'll also want to do a. Stealthiness, so 17 on the perception. Okay, so you can hear a kind of muttering from the cell the furthest down on the right. Mm-hmm. But let me describe your little journey towards it, if that's what you're going to investigate. Natural 20 on the stealth, so 29. So you make as much noise as a cloud. You pad down this corridor, and there are cells to your right and left, but the first thing on your right is a little passageway that leads off to an odd door that doesn't look like a cell door or anything. It looks like a kind of smaller door. It looks older than mm-hmm. everything else. Give me another perception check. Oh dear, natural one. I get a okay. seven no, okay, fine. total. And then if you pad further down the corridor to the end, mm-hmm. you pad past three empty cells, and then the last cell on the right has got a person in it. It looks like a human. He is in rags. Oh, so he, and okay. he is a muttering to himself. Do you remember the tax collector in the yes. Sodden Hold? We're in the sort of same territory. Yeah. Uh, he is not unconscious, though, like that chap. But he is sitting, he's kind of rocking backwards and forwards, holding onto his knees, and sort of going, And every now and again, it was a green one. <laughs> okay, we're not going to get anything from him, are we? He looks at you a bit and sort of goes, <laughs> Give me another perception check. <laughs> another perception. Or an insight check. 16. There's a weird moment when he's looking right at you, and then you realise that he hasn't heard you and he can't see you. It's just coincidence. Okay. And he just keeps on wibbling away to himself. Just quickly then, Alessandra's off doing what she's doing. Uncle Buggy, your frog march back to the others. The others, you've had a little bit of time while um, Alessandra and Bugraft have been off exploring. I think we should go and explore the pool while they're off exploring. Okay, well, let's catch up then. Let's let's kind of yeah, join the timelines. I'm up for that. Are right. we doing it stealthily or are we just going to go over there? Nobody cares where you go down here. Friend guide storyteller, I wouldn't worry. Mm-hmm. You can follow the winding passageway to this area that's called the Titan's House that Alessandra looked at last time. It's a, a large chamber that looks like it was once divided up into dwellings. But, I mean, it's a long time since anything stood here. The sense that Alessandra got was that perhaps you were looking at something that had become subsumed, as in it was once a surface structure that is now below the earth. That's how old we're talking. The pool is in the southwestern corner of this chamber. There are a couple of other gladiators around, and they are meditating, or a couple of them are practicing. A couple of the Fortunati are dueling with daggers, and they're really quite zippy and kind of capable looking. They don't really pay much attention to you, apart from they're concentrating on what they're on their workout. One of them might raise a sort of friendly hand. They seem to be sort of decent people. They're not actually sighted as you skirt the edge of this giant chamber, and you're looking at this pool that's stretching away from you. It's the shape of, I would say, a guitar plectrum, with the fat end you're standing at, and then it tapers away into the southwest. It seems placid. There's a large boulder island poking up from the middle of it. I uh, got nothing with water. I've got no oh. spells that help with water. I don't think I have either. Um, but there was... Um, I wonder if I've got any ooh, features. I could know water walking. Yeah, but we need to go down into the water, don't we? What are the rules for diving down, Mike? Well, I mean, they're just so gentle as to not really bother with. It's a number of minutes equal to your constitution modifier, something like that. What's your constitution modifier? My constitution modifier is plus four. Okay, so you've got four oh, because of your, <laughs> because mm-hmm. of your amulet of whatever it is. Yeah. Okay, so yes, so you've got 40 rounds of oh, okay. aquatic activity Ooh, yeah. before you have to start worrying. I can't do any spells when I go down there. No, you don't know how deep the water is. No. Uh, Graham, why don't you go down? Why don't I go down? Yeah, Parker's your idea to, to do it. Well, I wanted to see what was over here. Um, Parker, what are you going to do? Parker's 
Parker's prepared okay. to go down. Well, you are green. You're a bit pretty much yeah. frog. Camouflage against the water. Does somebody want to give me a perception check? <laughs> what to spot? Ooh. To spot well, Parker? <laughs> are we doing the? Um... If you're regarding <laughs> the pool, you give could... me a perception check. Seven. Mm-hmm. Eight. Okay. Oh dear. Fine. No. Looks like a completely normal pool. Uh, <laughs> looks like a completely normal pool. Graham, you haven't made a perception check. Oh yeah, I can make perception checky. Checky. Twelve. It wasn't anything particularly sensational sessions, but you think that the pool is being filled and emptied from somewhere. It's not stagnant. Uh. Mm. It's not like a kind of crystal clear, you can see the bottom or anything like that. But it's not It's not stagnant. It seems relatively fresh. Right. And are we um, are we playing the swapping, swapping out of spells? No. Are you sure about that? Well, it's a house rule, and we've not we've discussed lots of house rules over time. We haven't introduced any house rules as we've entered book five. I don't recall ever discussing this one. No, we haven't. The one we actually play. Well, yes, but it's still a house rule. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's you know a fair whatever. I think the swapping out of spells is we're at the start of the some... book, really, aren't we? That means we seems are, an appropriate. I, it, it, uh, seems an incredibly so... convenient time. <laughs> To be introducing a rule whereby yeah. you can just, just decide to pick spells that you hadn't thought of. Uh, I, 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 let's not get into that. Let's not, let's not get into that discussion because it's going to take us nowhere. All right. Parker's going to go swim down. I'll scoop up a cupful of the water in my hand and take a smell. It doesn't smell brackish or no, anything like that. No, it smells... It? it doesn't smell like Evia, but it's not, you know, it's not... Mm-hmm. It's North London it's not tap. stagnant. Yeah. It's not rank. I give Johnny, you know... Half an hour with yeah, it in his and, machine. And it's some soda stream. You know, something that would, you could pretend was beer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how quickly does it, or how steeply does it Fairly go steeply, and it's a 10-foot deep pool. You find yourself um, settling on the bottom. You can start paddling your way around, should you wish. Yes, I'll do that. You learn a few things. Let's, again, let's abstract this. It takes you a couple of minutes of swimming around, and it's not insignificantly sized. You swim down to the pick end of the plectrum. It's about 40 feet by 80 feet, mm. so it's the size of a sort of decent swimming pool, but not like an Olympic or anything like yeah. that. First of all, you find an, an ingress and an egress mm-hmm. under the water level, pretty much equidistant on either side towards the tip of the plectrum. And at the very mm-hmm. tip of the plectrum, you find what looks like something that's been placed and mortared, a sort of stone plug, uh, so the very mm-hmm. tip of the lake under the surface mm-hmm. of the water it looks like there may have once have been another way into this lake that has been sealed off okay uh-huh. can i move it this you can try, yeah. i'll give it a go i'll give it a go do what do i need a strength check yes well give it a go i mean if you want to try and tug away well, at yeah, it i mean i guess you uh, if you'll excuse the phrase <laughs> <laughs> try and get some leverage on it <laughs> yeah get some leverage on it you yep, can try really and get place really your feet on either side of it, yeah. right? And really give it a, tug give on it. it. A, give it a bit yeah. of a tug. Good old yeah. pull. Give it a, yeah, pull it off. If ah, you like. natural. Dear, oh dear. So, no. <laughs> it's all over your hands and your shirt, uh, Parker. <laughs> True to form. <laughs> That's not happening. Not only that, Parker, but you feel that that was a vastly misproportionate uh, activity for okay. the size of the plug. You just think, right. hold up, what am I doing here? This is ridiculous. This isn't moving okay. like this. This is going to require some proper yeah. application of brawn so I, and maybe tools. So I look round and just look like I was sort of tapping it to test for this <laughs> John Cleese style. You tried style. to tug it off, but all you realised was that you needed a bigger tool. Um, See, Paul. Believable. See, Paul. Unbelievable. Right. Anyway, well, on we go. On we go. That's pretty good. You guys have wanted quite a distance to do that. And you've all had fun. One of you's had a swim. <laughs> I think we can reunite you. And let's pick up with Alessandra. Alessandra. There's this clearly distressed individual in the cell. There's a little corridor on the left-hand end of the corridor that you're in. So, in other words, you could wander down past the cells and take a left. Yes, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go and see that door. Well, it's just like, it's just smaller. All of the other doors, I mean, the, the gates for the cells and the gates for the beast cages, they're proportionate to their function. So, they're, I mean, they're quite big. This is like a little door, like a little... You'd have to duck your head down to walk through it. That's mm-hmm. a better way of putting it. And it just seems a little bit out of place. There's no window in it, nothing like that. Can I have a listen at the door, please? Yeah, do you want to give me a... Do you want to... Are you creeping up to the uh, door? That was a terrible perception roll. I am creeping up to the door. Do you want a stealth check? Yes, please. At advantage. Mm-hmm. Getting a 25. 
What was your perception check? Uh, terrible, a seven. A seven. Mm. You don't hear anything, but even with a seven, you can smell something, and mm-hmm. what you can smell is brandy. Oh. If you've ever done a distillery tour, Paul, and I'm sure Month you've or done twice. many, it's that smell. It's that smell of spirits of wine, of fortified alcohol, and wood, and yeah. age. Okay. How tall is Ranknian? Is he a human? Well, Ranknian's a human man. I mean, let's say he's five foot eight. Okay, so it's not a... I was just thinking for a moment it might have been his um, office or something like that. Well, I mean, he could be, but it smells of it smells of distilleries. I might... Um, it's no sound or anything, but then you only rolled a seven. Yeah. I'm going to have a go at opening the door. Well, it's got one of those latches with a little ring turner yeah. thing. Yeah. Can I try and do it it's stealthily? It's not locked. I'll try and do it stealthily. Sure. Make a roll. Sure. 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 Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Sure. Yeah, I'll get a 14. Sure, make a roll. I get a fourteen, yeah, sure. Fourteen, okay. Quietly does it. Are you? Have you got dark vision? Yep. Yes, I do. It's a cellar. It's, it's a, a wine cellar. Oh, marvellous! There's barrels. There are hundreds of glass bottles on shelving the south mm-hmm. wall. Uh, the air is thick with the smell of spirits and something else. Give me another perception check. Come on. Oh God, a nine. No, nine is fine. It's not just distilling alcohol. There's a strong vinegar smell. And what appears odd to you is that that seems to be like overpowering everything else. And it's coming from the corner of this chamber. I mean, the chamber is about... It's about 15 feet wide by about 25, 30 feet long, heading away from you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take you long to realise that there's a barrel that's just been set out with its lid off, and it's just full of vinegar. Go and have a look. Sitting in the corner of this chamber. It's... I don't know, it's just an... It's just an odd thing. It's like, what was it? What's it doing? Why would anybody leave the lid off it? All it really seems to be doing is serving the purpose to release an overpowering scent and nothing else. I will cover my mouth and nose, and I will have my crossbow and rapier in hand, and I will sneaky up to it to take well, a look. There's not much to tell you about the barrel itself. It looks like it's just a barrel of vinegar that's been left open. And when I go up to it. Is it just a barrel of vinegar? Can yep. I see into it? Uh, yeah, you could. Well, I mean, it's. I mean, I'm presuming that vinegar is opaque, so you can see. Yes, you can look into it. You can't see down through it. There's nothing moving in it or anything like that. No. Can you give me another perception check? There's no disturbance in it. No, no, no. There's nothing moving in the. What well, is the, with what the... is with my perception checks? I rolled a seven. Okay, fine. <sighs> well, it's a bit weird. I don't know what to say. The fact that there was a wine cellar here would make perfect sense. You're quite near the kitchen. Mm. So you're quite near the refectory. You can hear some people kind of chatting away and drinking. So you must be near some kind of leisure area. I'll drop a bottle of wine but into the, a bottle of... If there's bottles of wine around, I'll drop a bottle mm. of wine into the vinegar. Just, um, I just, don't know, would that float? Anybody know? Not if it's full. It floats. I mean, it depends on how much buoyancy it has based upon how much air is still in the bottle of wine, right? Well, if I, if I open, take the cork out or something like that. Okay, well, then it will sink into the vinegar. Yeah. Which it does. Absolutely no weirdness about that at all. It behaves exactly as you would expect. Something that you would expect never before. A barrel of vinegar to behave it's when somebody barrel. puts a bottle of wine in it. I mean, how often does that happen? But, it's yeah. a barrel of vinegar with nothing else aligned. Yeah, well, it. if you're hanging around there doing that, they give yeah. you another perception check. Okay. This see if time. you can get... I, yeah, let's I mean, get, more, get about a three. More than any other time this time. I get a nine. Nine, okay. Nope, fine. Jesus Christ. I swear, I'm going to hang around a bit. Can I Can I hang around a bit more? What, you're just going to stand there? It's probably no. just a cleaning agent, Paul. It's probably just a cleaning agent. But there's something strange about it. I not say there's something strange about the barrel of vinegar. I said that it was difficult to explain why somebody would leave it just sitting there that's, like a hu- in the corner it. of this room. Why would you have a barrel of vinegar here anyway? Well, I, I'm I mean, perplexed. the smell from it is completely overpowering. I'm perplexed. I'm going to head back to the others. Okay. You head back to the others. And I'm going to... always be using the smell to uh, obscure something. Yeah. Well, that's a piece of advice that Sessions is in no position to offer you at the moment, I'm afraid. Yeah. Well, I don't know it's there, yeah. No. But I'm heading back to the others and giving them a full account of what I've seen. Okay. Uh, there was a mad bod in a cell. There was a barrel of vinegar, which no idea what's going on there. It just seemed a bit out of place. And they'd left the lid off and it stank. Um, but couldn't really see much else i mean if that's the sum total of your description to them without any context at all well i'll explain the layout <laughs> yeah <laughs> totally 
I'll explain the layout. Yeah, you just and wander in and go, there was a funny person in and a cell was, and there was a and barrel was, of vinegar. And it's just strange. And oh, look, there's there's Buggy. What happened to you? Let's say that that has taken you half an hour. Half past ten. What do you want to do now? If nobody else objects, I'm going to... I want to go and check out this corridor with the guards on it back upstairs. Sorry, what guards? You didn't mention any guards. You just mentioned a barrel of vinegar. And a mad person. No, you, yeah. mean, you mean Buggy's guards, right? No, no. There's a corridor up there stretching away from the arena as, as it on stands. On the left or right hand side? I think it was on the right hand side. <laughs> Very well away. done. And there is um, a couple of guards down there. Don't know where it goes. Maybe nothing. Maybe just they're there to, because it might be an entrance in from the sewers. I think we should check that out. Okay. How far is the vinegar barrel from this corridor? Um, not that far. You know, nothing is that far, is it? Because it's all its all in just, you know, it's one big uh, circle. Yeah. I want to check out that corridor. I want to check out that corridor. Head up there. Okay, just as you are. I'm going to go invisible. Okay. That's fine. Do you want the pass without trace? Um, you'd have to come. Right, are we not all going, or is it just a subgroup again? Well, I tried to organise that last time, and the buggy and uh, Paul just went off, so... Well, I'll tag along. Ooh! Well, uh, yeah. Ooh. Okay. Well, I went off. I wanted to go to the pool. You wanted to go upstairs. I said, I'm going upstairs. You stayed behind. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not, you know, let's all just grow up and move on. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a quick outline of your marching order and your, your way of going about things. Who's going, for starters, on this little sortie? I'm going. Alessandra's going. Alessandra. Is okay. Parker going? Yeah. Okay, okay, so I'll go with Parker. So Sessions, Parker, have... Alessandra, Purple is going. Is Buggy going? Uh, yeah, okay. So you're all going. Okay. So the rear group around me has yes. passed without trace. Yes, and then and then Burple is ahead of you, invisible. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fine. So we'll start. Well, let's let's start with Burple then. Burple, you pad up the staircase. There's nobody about. You get to the hallway that you've been through before. On your left, you know that there's a corridor leading into the middle. You know that the beast cages are. To your right, there's a passageway leading off into the darkness. And after about 30 or 40 feet, what's your dark vision range? Uh, 60 feet. About 30 feet into the passageway, there are two guards. They look bored. They're looking in your direction. And then the passageway extends off straight into darkness as far as you can see. What would you like to do? I will press myself up against the side. Mm-hmm. Of the passageway? Yes. Shuffle a few feet down it. Okay, can you give me a stealth check? Mm. Great. All of us. So four. Okay. Well, you're going to make a little bit of a noise with that. I mean, just make a... Just just see, obviously. Just make a roll. It's an opposed check. First person. Yeah. You make a little bit of noise, Burple, and both of the guards look straight at you when you do so. They can't see you. They take a couple of steps forward... And then they just do that thing where you hold to see whether or not you really have heard something or whether or not it was just your mind playing tricks on you. But they are looking at each other. One of them goes, can you hear something then? What was that? I thought I did hear something. How is Muriel anyway? Is she feeling better since the uh, procedure? The rest of you are following up behind. What do you want to do? Do you want to hang back or do you want to keep going? I'm going to... Alessandra's going to hang back so that she mm-hmm. remains out of sight. So you're not actually getting into the hallway itself. You're hanging no. around at the top of the stairs. Ha- hanging okay. around, around the corner from the, from the passageway. You can hear from the top of the stairs a low murmuring, like the guards are talking to each other from this passageway. And you can hear the howls of these beasts. Burple, you stuck yourself against the wall. You froze still. Mm. What do you want to do next? I'll hold there. Okay. So now you're all frozen. How long do you all wait around? The guards relax after about, oh, I don't know, 30 seconds to a minute and resume their uh, relaxed stance. But, I mean, they don't go anywhere. They occasionally chat to each other in low voices. Anybody want to do anything? Purple's got to be the one to go for it. Otherwise, go for what? Well, you could. I'm holding. I don't want to be Mr. Grumpy DM, but you can't have this conversation. A uh, purple. What yeah, you, would you like to do? I'm holding. You guys, you don't know where purple is. What do you want to do? Oh, um, I'm going to hold. Okay, so let's spin the clock. The wheel of days turns for the time being. Let's move things on by a minute, two minutes. Anybody want to stop me? Three minutes? How long does invisibility last for? An hour. So let's keep time proportionate. Ten minutes. If you're waiting around for ten minutes... Can I just clarify why? Yeah. They've no idea where Burple is. Yeah. What they do... I don't understand the motivation. For what? 
for coming up to the top of the stairs and then just staying there. Are you talking about Paul and the others? Mm. That's up to them. Mm. I'm just rolling the clock forwards and anybody wants to put their hand up and tell me that they're doing something can tell me. What I can tell you is that if you're all holding silent, waiting for the others to do something in a sort of state of some weird sort of stasis, if we roll the clock forward, within 10 minutes, the first guard patrol comes around the orbital corridor. That sound, Alessandra and Bugroff, that you heard when you were on your mm. little recce before, it's two guards. You can shrink back into the shadows of the stairs. They don't go anywhere near that. They just walk, they're just clearly just on a loop. They exchange greetings with the two guards that Burple is hiding from in the corridor, and then they just keep going on their little loop. They go past you and off they go. Does Alessandra think that she's kind of seen most of what there is to offer up here? You feel that you've seen certainly the surface information of most of this place and got a sense of it. Yes. Okay. We haven't searched anywhere, have we? No, we haven't searched anywhere. Can we start searching? I think going to the workshop. I've rolled the clock forward by 10 minutes and all of you are all frozen in place, sort of waiting to decide what to do next. Does anybody want to change that? Yes. Alessandra's going to follow at a distance behind the guards who are doing the yeah. patrol until, Oof, she, okay. until she gets to the well, until she gets to the workshop that's the plan. They're going clockwise yeah. so you'd have to follow her, them all the way around. Yeah. Yep. Fine, okay, you can do that. Uh, you're staying around the, the angle as it were of the curve yeah. of the corridor so that they can't see you. Yeah. Burple, what would you like to do? I'm going to exit Give me a perception check actually, just very quickly. 17. Very good, probably. 17. 17. Okay, let's have that stealth check, Alessandra. Stealth check from Alessandra is 20. Okay. No, nothing purple. I will exit that corridor. Yeah. To round the corner. Give me a stealth check as you do. 15. That's good stuff. The guards don't seem to react at all to you moving away. And I will shout. Oh. Uh... No, I will. I will make a sort of quiet scuffling noise. Right, like so a sort of a d- loud enough to draw somebody's attention. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay, well you hear what was that? And these two guards stride out into the corridor. Alessandra, uh, you hear the guards ahead of you mm-hmm. stop, and they start rushing back round. You haven't got long. What would you like to do? There are a couple of little passageways heading radially away from the orbit of this thing. It's dive down one of them or brazen it out. Which would you prefer? I'll dive down one of them. Okay, dive down one of them. Give me a stealth check. 24. Okay, uh, these two guards come jogging past you. Not in a state of high alarm. And all four guards collect themselves in this large hallway where Burple has made a bit of a noise. And it's like, what was that? Is that what we did here? There's a conversation. What are we trying to do here, folks? I want to try and I want to try and sidle past them right. while they're having a conversation. The other two that have run up are kind of challenging them and asking them, "Well, what was? What did you hear?" And it's like, "Well, there was just a noise from here. It's like somebody's moving about." And it's like, "Well, it's probably just a couple of gladiators just wandering around. Has anybody been down there?" One of them walks straight past the rest of you on the corridor without noticing you. I'll just go and see if anybody's, you know, up and about downstairs. It's probably just a gladiator or something. The two that were in the corridor, Burple, they look like they're thinking about resuming their position. Do you want to try and sneak past where they were? Yeah, exactly. I want to I want to try and sneak past them. Give me a stealth check when you do that. I'm just wondering if there's anything I can do to boost this. I'm not sure there is, but it's no, good. It's 22. To. Okay, just making a couple of rolls Ooh. here. Oh. <laughs> a 16. Okay, they don't hear you as you pad past. And you find yourself, Burple, in a corridor that is extending seems to be gently sloping upwards uh-huh. and it goes on for a while how far are you happy to keep padding along 20 minutes 20 minutes fine and we'll worry about you in 20 minutes or probably sooner the others you don't know what happened to purple you don't know what happened to alessandra she was heading off after these guards and then they've come running back the way that she went and what do you want to do uh, i don't know graham I don't know. I'm kind of. I don't know where anyone's gone now. Well, so the, the, um, the three of us are assume that we know where we three are. Yeah. So where are we going then? I don't know. What do you want to do? So what I didn't quite work um, out is. Did where we... do we think the vinegar is? Let's go and explore the vinegar. Where do we think that was? Um, we well, don't you know. think that it involves walking down past the beast cages, mm-hmm. and then into an area that Alessandra described as being a cell block. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if we have that good an explanation, shall we try and get to there? Yeah, let's go for that. Sounds good to me. So what you want to do? Okay, so you pad off that way. Can you give me some stealth checks? You're plus whatever zillion numbers. 
Alessandra, you've popped down this little side passage. Yeah. And the guards ran past you. What do you want to do? They 31, go and you yeah. hear the sound of conversation and voices from around, clearly back where you were, back in the main yeah. hall. I think I'm going to use the opportunity of them being distracted to keep heading, heading round around towards the workshops. I know it's, I'm taking the long way around. But yeah, I'm you are around. taking the long way around. Okay, so I'm going to leave you, Alessandra, padding your way orbitally around the outside of this understructure yeah. to 12 o'clock from where you are now, which is more like 4 o'clock. So you've yeah. got a bit of a way to go. That's fine. The others are heading to the winery. What numbers did you come up with your stealth checks? 17. Session's got 31. 31. You don't seem to excite any interest. You can find this door that Alessandra described to you. What do you want to do? Search the room, especially near the wine barrel, the, the vinegar barrel. Move it aside. Can all underneath? of you give me perception checks if you're inspecting the area around this vinegar barrel? Yes. Natural <gasps> 20. Oh. Bug raft. There's another smell under the smell of vinegar. Ha-ha. Mm. Uh, it's a smell you know well, bug raft. Of all the people to be out there with your little tiny hobbity nose in the air. It's body odour. It's <laughs> yes. Yep. It's Got it. no, it's a it's a nasty it's a ghoul stench bug raft. It's the smell of Wormy ghouls. Wormy ghouls. It's the smell of worms, bug raft. Oh. Yes, it's that smell from the Cairn Hills. You know it all too well. And the vinegar smell is like masking it. It's like it's almost been placed there deliberately. And where is it coming from? From behind the vinegar barrel. Okay. Uh, oh, is the conspiracy do, to worm the whole audience or something? Yeah. That's going to be what they're That sounds like a, something that happens at a vet's. Um, <laughs> but yeah, okay. I kind of get the, I get the general idea. <laughs> what, release all the ghouls onto the audience? I mean, yeah, infect the audience so we, with these worms or something when they order their wine. So we have a couple of options. So we could try and move the barrel and see what's behind it. Mm. We could kick over the barrel. The barrel is freestanding. There are wine racks behind it. Mm. But we could right. also kick over the barrel so that the smell dissipates and people know there's the ghouly smell. How is anybody going to smell it anyway? It's in this tiny room down a small side corridor down in the basement. Yeah, but presumably this is to hide it from the, I don't know, know, the serving personnel or whatever, who are coming in and out. And This looks like a real wine cellar. This doesn't look like a pretend wine cellar that's been set up as a front. When they sell the wine to the audience, this is where they get it from, right? Or is this, uh, or is this yes, well, wine for the, contest- for the contestant? Possibly. That might be brought in from the outside. But certainly this might be the wine cellar that serves all of this understructure, the staff, yeah. the guards. Yeah. Is there any good wine here? Yeah. I mean, it's a perfectly serviceable wine cellar with uh, loads of bo- hundreds of bottles of wine, barrels, which you think might contain brandy. Is the stench of the worms coming from, like, there's another... The stench of the worm seems to be concentrated around the wall behind the, the northeastern wall of the wine cellar. And there's no. That's where the vinegar barrel is. Right, but so any, is any the walls. Wine? Are these walls free from wine? Where where the actual? No, there are wine racks all around you. Right, okay. only posh wine. Yes, but, there's posh wine. Yes, I'm going to take the most expensive wine. I'm going to take about um, two crates and stick it in my bag of holding. <laughs> okay, what with the with the whole suit of armor and okay, the, yep. the piano, yeah, fit. and the piano and Wolverhampton. I think we've already established. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm only taking the really posh so, stuff. So okay, yeah, that's fine. Can I investigate? Yep. So where Buggy thinks the smell is? Give me a perception. Sh- give me a perception check, Lucas. You don't need to investigate. We know it was Buggy. Yeah, we know it was Buggy. What? Yeah, yeah. Well, we blame right. him, but we still drink the wine. Give me, give me a perception check. Uh, oh, nice. uh, eighteen plus. Something or other. You find something. Uh Uh-huh. It looks like there's not something quite right about one of the sections of wine rack behind the barrel and the northeastern corner. That's what I was going for. So it's sort of... And uh, you realise that it's not real, that the wine bottles and the rack itself, they're all just one contiguous thing. Yeah. It's when you try and move one of the wine bottles that it doesn't move. You realise that you're looking at a pretend full section. Door thing. Give me an investigation check. At the same time, let's just zoom over to Burple. Burple, you're padding down this corridor. You've gone now a couple of hundred feet, at least. Uh It's still sloping up. And can you give me a perception check? 24. 
24, you notice something purple. There is a very faint glowing sigil inscribed on the roof of this corridor. Uh. It's about 30 feet ahead of you. Honestly, it needed a perception check in that kind of area to spot it. That's a glyph. Other, another four or five feet and you might have been too late to notice it. Yeah. And you can also hear the sound of some kind of motion and movement coming from the darkness ahead of you. I mean, not proximate to you, but mm. meanwhile, back with the guys in the wine cellar, your investigation Was check. 15? Yeah, that's good enough. You find a little catch mechanism and the bit of wine cellar wall swings open, revealing a little passageway, like a sort of five foot wide, ten foot long passageway, and a set of stairs that you can see leading down. Yeah. And as you look into that, the ghoul scent, it's almost overwhelming. The ghoul reek Ooh. wafts up from the staircase, and you can just feel a sense of corruption kind of wash over you as you look into this darkness. <laughs> and we will find out more about what you've discovered <sighs> next Oh no! Just uh-huh. when it was getting interesting. Yeah. The Billowing Hilltop Podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Champion's Belt and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Champion's Belt was written by Tito Lietti. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening! What is happening? We're going to record a promo we're right now. We're going to record an advert. We're going to record <laughs> okay. an advert. Hi, we're the D&D <laughs> show. The, the Dungeons and Dragons. No, <laughs> something else is going. We are a Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast. Though sometimes we don't play Dungeons and Dragons. Sometimes we play other games like Call of Cthulhu. That's about all we've done so far. That's scratch that. <laughs> take four. Hi. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a dickhead. You're a dickhead. <laughs> Hi, my name's Luke. I'm the host of a podcast called The Dice and Dice Show. What do you do? Well, largely we just play D&D, Dungeons & Dragons, but sometimes some other stuff too. We also talk shit for half an hour, talking about films, uh, movies, they're the same as films, really. (laughs) But yeah, we talk about Dungeons, we we play Dungeons & Dragons, it's an actual play podcast. If that's your thing, then check us out. The Dice and Dice Show, D&D Show, give us a listen, see what you think. Boom. That is one of the most confusing promos I've ever heard in my (laughs) life.